Milton Friedman would have turned 100 years old on July 31, 2012. The son of Hungarian Jewish immigrants to the United States, he had both an immigrant's faith in the future of this country and an impressive intellectual understanding that America's future prosperity and freedom depended on her continued respect for private property and free enterprise. He believed the lessons of economics, history, and politics all showed that where private property was protected and free markets were allowed to flourish, prosperity and freedom followed. Friedman received the Nobel Prize in Economic Sciences in 1976, and the ideas he put forward helped to guide policymaking in capitals across the globe. Particularly in the area of inflation, his consistent admonition that inflation is always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon has influenced the theory and practice of monetary policy for decades. But his influence in advancing free market policy initiatives was broad. As Daniel Patrick Moynihan once remarked, if you were to ask me to name the most creative social-political thinker of our age, I would not hesitate to say Milton Friedman. Among the issues that Friedman championed were floating international exchange rates, reducing increases in money supply to control inflation, an all-volunteer army, school vouchers, privatization of many government functions, a greatly reduced role for government, denationalization, lower taxes, a negative income tax, and drug legalization. He was perhaps most effective as a teacher. In a 1996 interview, he commented that the greatest problem facing our country is the breaking down into two classes, those who have and those who have not. We really cannot remain a democratic open society that is divided into two classes. In the long run, that's the greatest single danger. And the only way I see to resolve that problem is to improve the quality of education. He lamented the influence of the welfare state in creating a different kind of culture and a different kind of human being. He believed that if people are born into a world in which there are very few welfare supports, in which the culture requires people to be responsible for themselves, there will be many fewer such dependent people than if they are born into a society in which it is taken for granted that the government will come in and help them out. The essays collected here are in two broad areas, politics and economics, and they are distinguished by several factors. For the most part, they have not been republished before, and some of them were originally published in journals with very small circulations. This is the first comprehensive collection of essays by Milton Friedman since his death in 2006, and these essays span his career. The earliest essay in this collection was originally published in 1950, the last a few months before he died. They cover the highlights of his career as a public intellectual, from defending the freedom of individuals to control their own destinies, liberalism, old style, 1955, to showing how the first step in fixing health care is realizing that nobody spends somebody else's money as wisely or as frugally as he spends his own, How to Cure Health Care, 2001. From Friedman's most important lecture on monetary policy, The Counter-Revolution in Monetary Theory, 1970, to his assessment that John Maynard Keynes was truly a remarkable scientist even if, to use the words that William Stanley Jevons applied to an earlier brilliant economist, David Ricardo, he 
shunted the car of economics onto a wrong line for some decades, the Keynes Centenary, 1983. I was privileged to know Milton Friedman as a source and subject for projects of mine. He had a terrific sense of humor, an unfailing memory, and a brilliantly insightful mind. I remember well the first time I interviewed him. I asked whether he minded if I taped the conversation. He responded, What I say to one person, I say to everyone. I never say anything off the record. A biographer of John Locke commented that Locke was so great that his biographer could not measure his greatness. It is hoped that the essays that follow will give the readers some measure of another great man, the Nobel Prize laureate Milton Friedman.